Welcome to Home of the Brave. I'm Scott Carrier. I drove down to the border to talk to some of the people who'd come north with the caravan, hoping to get into the United States. There'd been a lot of coverage of the caravan, but I was missing hearing from the actual people who were walking, carrying their kids. I wanted to hear them say why they left their homes with nothing. What makes someone get up and walk out the door and just keep walking into another country? I don't speak Spanish, so I had help from a friend, Julian Cardona, a photojournalist who lives on the border in Juarez. I drove down to his house a couple of weeks ago, the middle of November. At that time, the caravan was on its way to Tijuana, which is 600 miles west of Juarez. But Julian said there were already many refugees from Central America in Juarez. They had been camping out on the bridge that crosses the Rio Grande, the border, waiting to apply for asylum. But then the weather turned cold and they were taken to safe houses or refuges to wait for their numbers to come up. He said maybe we could talk to some people at Casa del Migrante on the outskirts of the city because he knew the Catholic priest who ran it. It was a compound, about an acre, surrounded by a brick wall. A clean, calm place with well-built dormitories for 230 people, a large kitchen, a courtyard with flower gardens and shade trees, a basketball court, children's clothes hanging up to dry, a kid riding around on a plastic tricycle. We spoke with two women from Guatemala, both with husbands working near Washington, D.C. The first was traveling with her two daughters, 16 and 2 years old. Juana. 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 Apellido? Juana Machena. Machena. Machena? Sí. Juana Machena. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're from Guatemala? Soy de Guatemala. Soy de Guatemala. De ahí me vine aquí. Por necesidad, pues, entonces yo... Me vine porque así trabajando en casa en casa me vine entonces es por eso que yo llegué aquí y otra cosa que she was uh, she came here because she wants to protect uh, her 16 year old daughter because she was was alone and several men were trying to get into her house. Los hombres que estaban entrando entraron o querían entrar? Quería entrar, pero cada noche que siempre llega, pero yo no me dejo. Yes, they never made it inside, but they would keep trying during night. Sometimes there are three men, and sometimes there are two. So there were men coming to her house at night, trying and banging on the doors or estaban golpeando la puerta que sí se empieza a golpear la puerta y yo no los conozco quién era yo no los conocía yes they were banging the door and she does not know who they are son miembros de alguna pandilla ellos no o sea uno de 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 otros pueblos pues no they are not part of a gang they are the inhabitants of other towns and they wanted your daughter y querían su hija Yes, they, they, they wanted to, to take care, but uh, I didn't allow them. When you left home, what did you carry with you? Cuando dejó su casa, ¿qué se trajo con usted? ¿Qué traje yo? Nada trajimos, solo trajimos unas cuantas de ropa y ahí estamos. Nothing, just a few clothes. And the baby? Y la niña? 
¿Tiene un carrito? No, no ah, tenemos nada. ¿Lo está cargando? While we were talking with Juana, the other woman from Guatemala waited, holding her three-year-old daughter. So we started to talk to her. Estela Magdalena Simón Esteban, 23 years old. Yeah. ¿De dónde viene? Where are you coming from? ¿De dónde viene? Where are you coming from? De Guatemala. De Guatemala. Sí. ¿Qué ciudad? Eh, de Playa Grande, Mayalán. ¿Plaga? Eh, ¿Cómo se llama? ¿Plaga Maya, Grande? Mayalán, Ixcán y El Quiche. Gracias. That's the name of her town. Ese es el nombre de su pueblo. La comunidad donde yo vivo. La comunidad donde se vive. ¿Cuándo sí. uh, ¿Cuándo se salió? Hace cuatro meses. Four months ago. Yeah. Were you afraid? Or did you feel good? How did you feel when you left your home? ¿Tiene miedo o se sentía bien cuando dejó su casa? Por miedo me vine yo acá. I came here because of fear. So the day that you decided to leave your house, what were you thinking that day, right before you left? El día que usted dejó su casa, ¿qué estaba pensando ese día, el mero día que usted dejó su casa? Pues yo lo que vengo, a, lo que yo quiero es asilo. What I want is uh, asylum, and she's crying. Well, what were you afraid of when you were at home? De que tenía miedo en casa. Es que como yo, cuando estaba yo en casa, tuve una amenaza que como mi marido está acá en los Estados Unidos y el hombre que... There's a, his husband is in the U.S., and there's a man who wants uh, wants her to be become his lover. She is all the time refused, and and he gave her threats, death threats, and that's why she left her town. ¿En qué lugar está su marido? En Salisbury, Maryland. Salisbury, Maryland. Her husband is there. ¿En qué trabaja allí? En el campo. He works uh, in the fields. In Maryland. In Maryland. Do you know where Maryland is from here? ¿Sabe cómo llegar a Maryland de aquí? No. Pues pedir ayuda a que me apoyen. I have to to ask for help to reach there because I don't want to be there. And uh, in Guatemala, we don't get jobs because we are Indians. Que somos indígena y el hombre que me que me quería que and the man who was threatening me threatening threatening me is wealthy and he said you are worthless you are nothing so it was, this was going for a year and, uh, that's what I told my my husband I, I don't want to stay here I want I want to be there because she said what I, what am I going to do if, if they come to kill me. Is it bad to ask her how much money she has now? ¿Cuánto dinero tiene ahora? Ahorita no tengo. Now I have nothing. When she stood here waiting to talk to us for a while and we were talking to the other woman, why, why did she want to talk? She said this, she wanted to talk to us. ¿Cuál es el motivo? ¿Por qué usted quería hablar? Porque yo traigo ese dolor tan grande que, que tengo aquí. Por eso 
estuve yo parada esperando. Because I have, because I have this big grief I have here. That's what I was waiting to, to, to talk about. These were not the only women who told us stories like this. They were just the first. When I was in college back in the 1970s, I worked for a farm with men who'd left their families in Mexico to come make money in the United States. They came up in the early spring and left in the late fall. Their families stayed home and were safe. But now when men leave, at least from Central America, other men come and threaten their families with rape and murder and nobody does anything about it. Apparently the police are of no use. The police might very well be the men making the threats. The customs office at the El Paso port of entry is currently accepting about 25 asylum applications per day. At this rate, Juana and Estela will have to wait about three weeks before it's their turn to walk across the bridge and tell their stories to show they have a credible fear they will be persecuted if they return home. If their applications are accepted, they will be given court dates and then most likely released to go live with their husbands. But it takes about two to three years for an asylum case to go through the court process and then their chances of winning of being granted asylum are not good. Last year, only about one in five asylum requests from Central Americans were granted, and if you don't get it, you can be deported. From El Paso, we drove west to Tijuana to meet up with a caravan. In the next episode, we'll talk to people we met along the way. Check out our website, homebrave.com, for some excellent photos by Julian of Juana and Estela at the Casa del Migrante in Juarez, which is just one of many safe houses in cities along the border, usually run by church organizations. This show was co-produced by Katie Davis with help from Molly Malloy. Thanks to everyone who donated after the last episode. I very much appreciate it, as I don't have funding for these stories right now, except for listener contributions. Here at Home and the Brave, our philosophy is first do the stories, then figure out how to get paid. It's a little scary sometimes, but always before when I asked for money, lots of people posted up and it came out okay. Okay, more soon. Thanks for listening.